Welcome on into a special post-game edition of the Matt Lombardo Show presented by Heavy Sports Live from Lincoln Financial Field. I'm Heavy Sports Senior NFL Insider Matt Lombardo. The Philadelphia Eagles are headed to the NFC Championship game just 60 minutes away from the third appearance in the Super Bowl after a dominant performance against the New York Giants running away 38-7 to in a game where Jalen Hurts rose to the occasion, rose to the moment, and led Philadelphia in all phases past the division rival and into the NFC Championship game where they'll meet either the Dallas Cowboys or the San Francisco 49ers. Before we get into everything that went down, everything that was said after the game, and it was a busy post game here in Philadelphia, a little bit of housekeeping for you. If you enjoyed the podcast, please go ahead and subscribe in the Apple Podcast Store, Spotify, SoundCloud, toss us a like on YouTube. And if you enjoyed the show, please go ahead and leave us a five-star review in the Apple Podcast Store. It really does help grow the show. And from an Eagles perspective, this really was the coming out party for Jalen Hurts. Hurts, of course, had fought through a shoulder injury down the stretch and showed no ill effects of that shoulder in this game. From the Eagles' very first offensive possession, his first passing attempt, a 40-yard bomb down the seam to Devonta Smith. He started 7 of 7 for 89 yards and two touchdowns in his first seven passing attempts in the first half. And after the game, there was a lot of talk from Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni about not only what Jalen Hurts did between the lines, but how he stepped up as a leader for this team going into and during this game. Sirianni went so far to compare Jalen Hurts' leadership to that of Michael Jordan in his postgame comments. And when you look at what the Eagles were able to do, if you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan, you have to be optimistic, not just about what the passing game was able to do, not just about how effective Jalen Hurts was against a Giants front seven, it was pretty dominant last week against the Minnesota Vikings. Today, in Philadelphia, only one sack. Xavier McKinney sacking Jalen Hurts uh, in this game. Other than that, no other quarterback hits. But if you really want to be optimistic about this team's chances against either the Dallas Cowboys or the San Francisco 49ers next week, look no further than the balance of this team offensively in this game. 268 rushing yards, including 34 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown from Hurts. And that rushing touchdown? Jalen Hurts' 12th red zone touchdown of the season. He's been downright dominant in that category. And this really is one of those nights where the Eagles showed they could play complementary football. It wasn't just about the offense. The defense swarming all night long in the backfield all night long. In the first half, Hassan Reddick had two sacks. The native came across the river. His first playoff game for his hometown team makes a statement. He said afterwards he's not done that he said he was motivated by everything he went through in his life to get here, and he wanted to show out on the big stage in this game, and he certainly did. And the Eagles defense got a big play from a familiar face for the New York Giants, James Bradbury, with an interception and a big tackle that stalled out a promising Giants drive on third down. So really, this was a game the Eagles dominated on offense and on defense. And you talk to players after the game, and Dallas Goddard, who had the first touchdown catch of the game for the Eagles, a one-handed snag with his left hand, not even his dominant hand, which is his right hand, but his left hand, which impressed Hurts the most, he said. We talked to Goddard after the game, and he said that, you know, this team has believed in Jalen Hurts since his arrival in Philadelphia. He said, quote, he's had that dog in him this entire time. You talk to Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. This is a championship team, and this team plays for each other. That's what has them motivated. So this is a locker room that's bought in, that's together, that's playing some of their best football of the season. And I think there's a lot of reason to be optimistic about the Eagles' chances going into next week on their home turf 
in Philadelphia in front of what promises to be a raucous crowd as it was tonight in the NFC Divisional Playoff game. And for the, the flip side of that coin, looking at the New York Giants, well, this now begins an offseason of significant questions. Because if you'll remember back before the NFL draft, the Giants declined Daniel Jones's fifth-year option. So they have a decision to make at quarterback. Do they use the franchise tag on Daniel Jones and lock in for one more year? Do they go all in on Jones? After what they saw him cutting down his turnovers, only five interceptions this year, down from an average of eight and a half per year in his career, really leading them as a catalyst against the Minnesota Vikings to get here to the divisional game but then struggling mightily. At one point in this game, he had a passer rating of just 27. Not a great night from Daniel Jones. A lot of questions about this Giants offense moving forward. And you look at Saquon Barkley. The Giants have a decision to make there as well, and it's really tied hand-to-hand with Daniel Jones's future because they're going to need to decide, do you franchise tag a running back in Saquon Barkley? Do you sign him long-term? Do you let him walk based on the track record of second contract running backs and the drop-off in production over the course of that second deal? Big decision for the Giants. Saquon Barkley told reporters after the game that he said all along that he hopes to be a Giant for life, that he hopes to be in a Giants uniform for his entire career. But for the New York Giants, they're going to have to navigate some difficult questions about the quarterback position, about the running back position, two of the most important players on their roster, two of the biggest stars on their roster. And if you look at the Giants, I think that if you're a Giants fan, you have to be wildly impressed by the fact that they defied and exceeded expectations coming into this year. You have to be wildly optimistic about the future of this franchise around Brian Dable, who did just a tremendous coaching job, not only getting his team bought in from week one against the Tennessee Titans, but leading them to their first postseason victory since 2011, their first trip to the playoffs since 2016. But boy, you look at Saturday night, this game really was an indicator of just how far away the Giants are from one of the elite teams in the NFL, because that's the way that you have to view the Eagles after a night like tonight. They're going to have a a much stiffer test next week in Philadelphia, here at Lincoln Financial Field for the NFC Championship game against the Dallas Cowboys or the San Francisco 49ers, whoever wins that game. You're going to be talking about either the number one rated defense and number one scoring defense in the league in D'Amico Ryan's 49ers or a Dallas Cowboys team that's loaded with talent on offense coming off a really dominant showing in Tampa Bay with Dak Prescott and a defense with J. Ron Curse in the secondary, Micah Parsons up front that can make some plays and impact the game in their own right. So that'll be a real tough test, a real stiff test for this Eagles team and certainly more of a barometer for what they are rather than what they saw against the Giants tonight because the Eagles just overmatched and outclassed them from Jump Street. A couple more takeaways. I think you look at this game, the Eagles' ability to run the football this late in the year, that's going to serve them well in the championship game in a potential Super Bowl. Boston Scott continues to kill the New York Giants. He had a rushing touchdown tonight. Kenneth Gainwell surpasses 100 yards. He goes for 114 and a score. The Eagles can just rotate backs through their offense. Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott, kind of a three-headed monster in the backfield around Jalen Hurts. And I think that Jalen Hurts stepped up to the podium tonight, and I think he said it best. This team isn't just hungry for success. This team is starving for it. This team strives to go out and exceed and play at its highest level, and they expect to win every time they take the field. But there was a little more than that for this team. You talked to Brandon Graham after the game. You talked to Jalen Hurts after the game. You talked to Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. You talked to 
any of the players in the locker room afterwards, there was this sense that they took this personal going into tonight, that they heard a lot of the talk coming from East Rutherford, coming from New York, coming from the Giants, coming from those close to the Giants. Jalen Hurts said point blank, be careful what you wish for. And that kind of echoed through the locker room. I think that this team took it personally, the fact that they were a number one seed kind of backed into the playoffs based on how the last month of the season played out when Hurts was injured. I think they took it personally, some of the talk from the Giants that they wanted to quote unquote see the Eagles at their best, that they hadn't seen them at their best. And I think they went out and they tried to prove that tonight. And I don't know that you need any added motivation when you're playing for a, a spot in the Super Bowl. I don't know that you need any added uh, oomph to go out there in a game like that with, that with those sort of stakes in a championship game situation. But you look at next week, I don't know that you can get that same sort of trash talk motivation from a team like the 49ers who are pretty buttoned up and, and, and go about their business and they can you know, run it down your throats with Christian McCaffrey and they've got Debo Samuel on the outside and they have edge rushers like Nick Bosa and, and Tariq Armstead and some really dominant playmakers on defense. But it will be fascinating if the Dallas Cowboys wind up winning that game and coming to Philadelphia after Micah Parsons made those comments about Jalen Hurts kind of being a quote-unquote system quarterback I think the Hurts answered the bell tonight and basically showed the world that he's not really a system quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, that he is their system. Jalen Hurts is the Eagles system. And I think when he's playing at a high level, like he did tonight, the Eagles are one of the toughest teams to beat in the NFL. So big win for the Eagles tonight, 38-7. to Thanks for joining us. Thanks for checking in. Thanks, as always, to Thomas Darrow. Who does a tremendous job behind the glass producing the show each and every week. We'll be back with a full episode of the Matt Lombardo Show later on this week. But until then, I'm Matt Lombardo. You can follow me on Twitter at Matt Lombardo NFL. Check me out on heavy.com. Enjoy Championship Sunday, and we'll talk to you to break it all down later in the week. From Philadelphia, I'm Matt Lombardo. Have a great night. Thirty-eight to seven, right? <laughs>